can't believe I'm saying this, guys, but Popeye's chicken, living up to all the hype, that new chicken sandwich. Oh, my goodness. It's surprisingly amazing. We just got it out here in L.A. earlier this week. And, man, whew, Tony Hinchcliffe and I went there, and we saw for ourselves and tasted for ourselves. Shocking. Surprised that the Internet was right on this one. How was your week? <laughs> just getting right into my chicken sandwich views right away, guys. It was fantastic. Did you have a good one, huh? Maybe it was a rough, a roughie, as I call it, huh? Let's clear that. Let's cleanse that palate with a new episode of Jeremiah Wonders, huh? What do you, what do you think? Hmm? I had a pretty good week, guys. I uh, recorded about last night with Adam Ray and Brad Williams, so look out for that coming out uh, in the next little bit here. And uh, I want to thank uh, some of the, uh, the the listeners who came out to Santa Ana at the Worst House Brewery for that show. That was a lot of fun. I went there with uh, Mikey McKiernan and my buddy Omar Nava, and we did a roadcast on the way there, which will be coming out next week. You guys have been digging those roadcasts, so I will try to keep them coming whenever I go on the road. And I'm doing them with different comedians and stuff. Hopefully you like them just as much as you do uh, the other roadcasts that I've been uploading. The merch store is now open. What? Go to jeremiahwatkins.com. The first Jeremiah Wonders t-shirt is available there. If you want to show your support that way. And there's also a bison t-shirt. You got to get your hands on one of those. Reagan Watkins on vinyl is now available to purchase. Uh, We have a very small amount. We've only got 50 copies. Uh, So if you want to secure yours, go get one of those quickly. I think those will move pretty quickly. And then uh, the Kill Tony Band has the Kill Tony Band calendar. That is up now. It's 12 of our favorite characters for the different months. All the pictures tear out individually for collector's items. And uh, it's a 2020 calendar, so you have plenty of time to, to get it for a gift for somebody, and it's a lot of fun. We, uh, we, we shot it with our buddy Eric Staniford, who's a very talented photographer and really, really did an awesome bang-up job on that. Kill Tony episode uh, this week was fun. Um, all that info. Head over to jeremiahwatkins.com and uh, working on rebuilding jeremiahwonders.com at the moment. And yeah, guys, I take song submissions on this show. If uh, I've been trying to, to do that again more. And somebody edited a hilarious live version of the song that Eric Griffin and I did on his episode. This is from Nolan Anderson. Enjoy. <laughs> Podcast. 
love the cheers in that. Those make me laugh so much. This week, guys, I had uh, some good clips that I uploaded to my YouTube page. I uploaded a crowd work clip, me as King Jeremiah from that former episode of Kill Tony with Bobby Lee and Burt Kreischer. And then I also uploaded a Tim Dillon ice cream animation, that sketch that we did. Uh, and the animation is from Funny Coconut animatics thank you for for sending that along that's awesome i want to thank the sponsors of this show speedweed bronxborn pizza and Menchie music caveman coffee uh hit up all those companies they're all quality get your weed with at speedweed on twitter and we're doing some very exciting stuff i'm recording out of speedweed's new studio so shout out to gino support him he's an awesome dude and uh, a lot of fun stuff in the pipeline bronxborn pizza what up thomas schiffer Menchie Music, David Knowles, what up, Playboy, and then also Tate Fletcher over at Caveman Coffee. So if you if you need weed or instruments or coffee, those are your guys. And if you need an awesome workflow tool, hit up monday.com, go to monday.com slash wonder, get a free 14-day trial by signing up at monday.com slash wonder. If you're a company that would like to sponsor the show, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can also, you can PayPal jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Or if you want to donate, uh, you can actually just Venmo me, jeremiah-watkins. That's easy for some people. Thank you so much for uh, all the support, guys. Josh Wolf is my guest on the podcast today. This is a longer episode. Maybe I should have broke it up into part one and part two, but... You know, you guys are gluttons. Why not? If you want to be a glutton, you get some extra content this week. Uh, so there you go. I didn't split it up. I made it one big, long episode, so I'll try to get through this this uh, intro quick. Uh, your kindest challenge letters, keep sending them. I love reading them here on the show. Your artwork, your music submissions, all send those to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. I'm still in search for the new uh, cover art and logo for uh, my podcast. I love all the submissions, and I'll keep featuring them on my Instagram. Thank you for sending those to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. And I'm going to read you a kindness challenge letter because we ran out of time on (laughs) this podcast, even though it's extra long. Josh and I got uh, caught up in a lot of riffs and conversation. So I'm going to read you this uh, kindness challenge letter. If you don't know what it is, Every week I challenge you, the listener, as well as myself, to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart for somebody. It can be somebody that you know, it can be a stranger, it can be big or little, doesn't matter as long as you are contributing something positive to society. So what I start to wonder is how I should read this voice in the letter they're sent to me because I don't know what this person looks like, what they sound like, but they did tell me, they gave me a description of what they uh, they look like at the end of the letter, so maybe they'll tip me off. Uh, they said... Uh, my name is Ransom Wasson, 
32 years old. If you read this in my voice, just know I'm six foot one, 230 pounds, and I have a 20 inch beard. Yeah, I fit right into this demo. LOL. Interested to see how that sounds. LOL. Okay, here we go. Here's uh, this kindness challenge submission from Ransom Wasson. Hey, Jeremiah. Love, kill, tune in. Jeremiah wonders. My submission for the kindness challenge happened while I was working the other day. I was with my construction equipment on the side of the road when I noticed a woman on a bike of the opposite side of the road about to cross a six-lane highway. I couldn't help notice when she got two lanes out and her handlebars came off the bike and she tumbled onto the hot pavement. I crossed the road and met her as she carried her broken bike back to the side she started on. I asked her if she was okay and she showed some road rash that looked pretty painful. She explained that she worked at IHOP down the road and that she was already running late. At least she was close. I thought it was less than a quarter mile away. I, I told her I would try to look at her bike in the meantime. As the day went on, I and another guy I worked with tightened her handlebars, adjusted her brakes, which weren't working well at the time, and looped her chain. It was lunchtime, so I loaded her bike on my semi and drove down to the IHOP. That's when I discovered it was 0.8 mile away from where we were. She was so grateful that we not only fixed her bike, but also brought it to her. She said she had bruises all over her legs along with a road rash, still serving at the IHOP all day. What a trooper. I wish I had thought to give her a ride to work originally. If I had known it was almost a mile away, I would have for sure. Mistake made, but my coworker and I helped her out, whereas she would have left the bike by the road with no help available. I love the kindness challenge. These things should be done by everyone all the time with the mentality of no payback and no need for recognition. I feel awkward sending this in because I don't want or take praise well, but I am inspired to share it, so maybe others will share their acts of kindness. Keep on doing what you're doing. The podcasts are amazing and always getting better and better. Ransom Walls. Well, there you go, Ransom. Thank you so much for sending in that kindness challenge letter. And yeah, that's what I always say. You know, I'm not I'm not looking for people to, to, to brag about this, but it is to inspire other people to do nice, awesome things. So thank you so much for sending that in. I'm going to read some quick tour dates and uh, we're going to get into this podcast. It's already a... Uh, a long intro and a long podcast, so strap in. September 5th, we're doing the Comedy Jam with the Impractical Jokers in Las Vegas. And then we're back in Dallas, Texas at the beginning of October. And at the end of October, we're going to Australia with Kill Tony, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Sydney. And Stand Up on the Spot is every second Tuesday of the month. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins, and Instagram and other social media at Jeremiah Stand Up. I love Josh Wolf. He's one of my favorite people on planet Earth, one of my favorite comedians to work with. He's a ball of positive energy, and I love being around him, and I think that comes through anytime we riff and uh, we get to have conversations together. So uh, he uh, was able to carve out some time for me, and I'm super grateful. And without further ado, please welcome my pal, Josh Wolf, to Jeremiah Wonders. Check the gains. Yeah. Yeah. How are the gains? They're good. Are you got good gains? Yeah, the gains are good. Have you done your gains work? Yeah, I've done my gains work. You've made sure that the gains are all set up? Yeah. Okay. Because last time we talked, you didn't know you didn't have the gains set. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And now the gains are set? Yeah. All right. Can well, I do your intro? I mean, I've been waiting for you. To. Can I do your intro? 
Yeah, you know you have one, just one. Yeah, I, I placed it there. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. It's just sticking straight. Yeah, I know. It's called a style. Ever heard of it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You look good, though, son. You look good. What's up, everybody? This is Darwin. Darwin Wolf. I'm here with my dad on my podcast today. Uh, he's, he's my first guest. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, whatever. Uh, were you done with the intro? Have you said, are you going to say my name or? No, I was going to like list credits and stuff, but whatever. Okay. Let's see. Go ahead. Let's what credits. I'm curious to see what credits you're going to, you're going to give me is. Okay. Yeah. Um, he opened for Hoobastank in 2004. Yeah. That was 2007. I think 2007. Yeah. Okay. Um, you gonna list any of the birthday presents I got you? If I could remember any. <laughs> <laughs> well, that hoodie, you seem to wear that. I mean, we got you that one. We got you eight, eight exact hoodies. If you didn't remember, I paid for this myself, working myself through high school at Hot Topic. Yeah, but I got you the job, so I really paid for it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You gave a slight recommendation because somebody was one of your fans from a show. Yeah, and I took you to the mall and I made you go. Yeah, and you forced to have the sex talk with me at Orange Julius. Yeah. Well, listen, you could have. You, I already uh, knew by then, Dad. You did didn't you? have to tell me. Are you a virgin, though? No. Are you a virgin? I know. What? What? Okay. Tell me. Uh, did you? So you had? You did? You had sex with Christy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you want to know how sex works? No, but I, okay. <laughs> Sounds like somebody doesn't know how sex works. Well, you're here. So I do have a- Don't bring up mom in this. It's <laughs> yeah. so gross. I mean, here's the deal. My, my thing is, you know, my real question is, can you hear your mom and I when you're in the basement? I can't hear anything in the basement. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you do block yourself off pretty good down there, man. You know, we would love you to come it's up. It's called for, my silent chamber of death. We would love you to come up for. Do you have to keep a crow down there, though? That seems kind of weird. It's my pet crow. Yeah, but crows like to fly. Why do you have to have a crow down there? Because I want to fly too, but I live in a basement as well. well so you, why can't I bring another creature into this madness? Do you, do you, um, you know, I've been hearing you practice your music, though. Do you have any new songs? Yeah, I do. Do you, do you want to give me an example of any of the new songs? Okay. Okay. What do you got? Oh, and I like the fact that you're playing guitar again. It's really good. Now, I know the last song had a lot to do with me. Is it, is it still? Um, I'm excited to hear it. I mean, it might have something to do with you. Okay. This is really exciting. Okay. I got to find the right chords. And... Yeah, don't be nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. I never play in front of anybody. I know, but... but I just play in the basement, okay? With your crow. Yeah, with my pet crow. Yeah. And guess what? He's learning how to talk. And guess what his first words were? I hate dad! Those are three words. I said first words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like... By the way, that crow is getting chubby. We got to get him out and get him to spread his wings. Okay, you can't... Fat shame my crow, dad. I'm just saying we want a healthy crow, you know? If we're going to have a crow in the house, let's make sure he's a healthy crow. That's all. Okay, that's here. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. All right. Oh, why? Oh, why? Why? 
Do I cry? Do I cry? Why do I cry? Because my dad, he's still alive. He's still alive. That's why I cry. Because my dad, he's still alive. Still alive. I sit in the basement with my pet crow. The less you know about me, the better I feel. I mean, I'll allow what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm but trying to be just involved say, in your let's music. Just say, let's just say I was not prepared to hear mm-hmm. to hear Scully on this track. I'm try- I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, to- I'm a big X Files fan. What's up? Yeah, I'm trying to be involved in your music. You know. Okay, fine. You always ask me to be involved, so I thought I'd come in and and help you with a little backup. Okay, vocal. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was- I kind of liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we could you know do do it together. I mean, do you, do you want to take this next verse? Sure. Okay. Okay. My son, he lives in the basement with his crow, and he doesn't think that we upstairs. That we know. But he's downstairs most of the day. Listening to Avril Lavigne tracks with his pants off. What? We have a couple cameras down there, bud. Wait, what? what? Yeah, that's where we keep. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I've been spied on for my entire life. I don't know if I'll ever get a life outside my basement, outside my crow, because you don't know who I am. You're an Avril Lavigne fan, plays the guitar, sings the sax. You don't know who I am. He likes to wear his hoodie and tuck his hair in tight. He has black hair. He closes his at night and he dreams of death. Dreams of darkness. He dreams of a different time alive. He likes to go outside only at night, and he lets that crow swing around the backyard. Yeah, I'm working on strawman. How's that going? Yeah, that was really good. Sometimes the fingerless gloves get in the way. Yeah, I like it. No, I like the fingerless gloves. Now let me ask you something about the fingerless gloves. Um, have you ever thought of just going no gloves? You know what I mean? So your fingers can just... Breathe? Yeah, breathe in fingers. Well, I treat my hands like I treat my life, Mm -hmm. which I feel like my hands should be suffocating just like I am. We should talk about your relationship with your brother, though. You seem to be a little bitter about Jake. Yeah, I don't like Jake. Tell Tell me what it is about Jake you don't like. He's the chosen one. Well, he sits upstairs at dinner with us. Yeah. Because he got invited. You don't have to be invited to dinner at your house. Well, it would be nice because that's what family is, or so I heard on Family Matters. Wait, do you want me to send you like an email invitation to the dinner? Yeah, yeah. Add me on LinkedIn. Sure. I don't understand, but nobody else gets an invite to dinner at the house because they live there. Oh, because they just it's just assumed that they're welcome there. Well, guess what? It's assumed that I'm not welcome there. What about the fact that we, your mom sets a place for you every night and she has the milk that you like? I know you like that skim because the other stuff's tough on your stomach. 
Are you still lactose intolerant? Yeah, I am. And so how's that guy? Has that helped at all living in the basement? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I looked up some articles that said that with less sunlight that it could actually reverse it. Yeah, and how's that, is that, how's that work? Well, the way it's going to reverse it is I'm going to hopefully be dead soon. Well, you know what I find really weird about your place in the basement? You know what pisses me off? Nothing phases you. <laughs> You've heard it all. Yeah, you know, because here's a It's like I'm looking for a reaction here. Can't mm. you see that? Well, I see it every time. You know, I do want to say something that's funny about the basement. You know, you go down and you pretend like this is like your castle, but that's where the laundry room is. So you go down and you pretend like nobody's down there and we're down there fluff and folding. And you're pretending like nobody's there. It's kind of weird, you know? Like you you act you like- You telling me that you can hear me in the other room yeah. is a living nightmare. Well, not only can I hear you, but when I go downstairs to wash the clothes, I can see you. You know we can see you. You're not invi- you, you can see me down there? Yeah, you're not invisible. I thought it was blending in with the darkness. No, 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 no. Because like, I turned. What do you see me even doing down there? Well, I see you when no, when you when nobody's there. I see you wearing jean shorts and bright yellow tank tops, okay. like a different person. You take that back. I saw, right now. I saw. I you, do not wear yellow. I saw you. I do not wear you were, yellow. You were listening to LMFAO last time I went down you there. Shut I heard your you. Mouth. I heard you listening to LMFAO dancing around to some, and you were listening to that Kids Bop album that I bought for you when you were 14 that you liked so much. Literally, I don't even know if I can release this footage because I might have to murder you I right just, here. Just so you know, the basement. I might have to murder Josh. <laughs> yeah, I call him Josh. I don't even call him father. I call him Josh. By the way, father is a creepy thing to well, have Well, guess here. what? Yeah. That's the only way, that was the only pronoun that I would give you. What about dad? No. Pops. Father. That's you, have, you. Do you have to? Do you have to make it sound like you're trapped in a well when you say that? Yeah, I am. It's say called it again. A basement, father. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're in trouble. Are you in trouble? Yeah, on the inside. Well, tell me what's going I'm on. I'm troubled. You're troubled. You're troubled. You're troubled youth. Yeah, yeah. And how would you feel about like? Have you ever thought about maybe living in a tent? Because I, I, I maybe that, great. My dad's trying to kick me out of on the streets no. now, make me homeless and live in a tent. No, I mean sure, yeah, that's my dream job to live in a mansion filled with tents. No, I mean down in the basement. Maybe really get you live in a tent, give yourself a little privacy. So when I walk down there, I don't get to see you in your little tank top listening to LMFAO. It's embarrassing for both of us, you know. You've never, you've never seen me masturbate, have you? Uh I mean, I don't know if what that was was masturbating. It was a real weird, the sounds were weird. I don't know why you were so hunched over. Yeah, that one. Yeah, like you were, like you were, like you were, yes. You know, like, you know when pigs smell, yeah, that noise, the kind when of. When they smell truffles? Yeah, yeah, that one. I'm not sure why you were doing that. And what was, why hunched over? It looks like it's bad for your back, like scoliosis. Yeah, that's actually the name of my new band. Is that the, is that the, is that your, is that, is that, is that what you call jerking off? Like that's your scoli, like you get the scoliosis look? I yeah. I like I, it. I mean, so I suffer from scoliosis at times. Yeah. And that means that's when I'm masturbating. Hunched over, two hands making noises. I don't, it, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. So that's a tough one. I wish you'd put up a sign on the door when that's going to happen so we don't have to go down there. All right, man. Okay. I get it. You want me to have a masturbation chamber? Yeah. That's why I was just pitching the tent. No pun intended, but that's why I was saying. Oh, my father's so funny. You could make, you could hit, you could hop in the tent, man. And you know what? And you could put a little sock on the outside of the tent. You know, when the tent is a rock. Oh yeah. That'll work on a zipper. Yeah. On a zipper. You just zip it up. 
You zip it up, you put the sock on there, you're in good shape, buddy. All right, dude, I gotta go. Oh, but it's so nice to see you. I wish you'd join us for dinner. Um, stop making weird noises in the basement. I'm gonna get you an LMFAO party tracks. I Sweet. don't like LMFAO. Uh, okay, but I'm just gonna get it for you just in case you wanna hear it. And we'll, we'll get you an My Chemical Romance, The Used. Heard of those bands? I have. That's what I'm into. I saw My Chemical Romance in concert with your sister. We saw him over here at the Palladium. That's the kind of dad I have. Yeah. He didn't invite me to my favorite band's concert. Well, I mean, you honestly at the time were going through a different stage. Yeah, it's called puberty. No. And I needed you then more than ever. Don't you remember when you were going through the, your, your uh, uh, what's that, what, what's that, your country stage. You were doing like your Brandon Gilbert and your Luke Bryan stage and you were nope. wearing jean shorts. Stop don't, bringing up my jean shorts face. Don't you remember? Yeah, I do, but I don't want people to know about it. I wish you'd post a picture of you. I'm not going to post a picture of me in jean shorts. Jean shorts and the cowboy boots. That was great. And you'd walk up back and you'd <sighs> mow the lawn. It was really kind of weird. All right, I got to go. Okay, okay, good to see you. Here. Why I leave. Yeah. This is what I want you to do, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to play with this. Okay, what is it? Yeah, exactly. Okay? Okay. This is going to blow your mind. I got okay. some new technology on this show. Wow, that looks amazing. Okay, so that's a phone, and you're going to have a lot of fun with these. You just hit it, okay? Yeah. And then you talk into it. But you're going to like this one a lot because it's like you're tripping. Not that I've ever done drugs. Yeah, oh my God. You know what I would really like? I would like my waiter to have this voice. and be like... Yeah, because if you ordered meat from your waiter, and your waiter would be like, how do you like your meat? I like my meat well done. Oh, my God. This voice is the best. Let's see what else we got. What's this one? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I like this, this voice right here is the voice of my Uber driver, who I was in the car with 10 minutes ago who had a lot of very interesting things to say about the amount of Starbucks in Los Angeles. He, his theory was that Starbucks was slowly buying up the whole city, and that's why they were on every corner. He was pissed off. Let's see what this one is. What's this? Oh, okay. This... I don't know what this effect is, but this is the trippy one. Wow. Hello, hello. This sounds like those, what were those, those kids trapped in the cave that, the, 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 you know that 18 kids who were trapped in the cave? You know the one I'm talking about in Thailand? This is dude, the, I, I just, I saw him late, dude. That's what, right. What, what's, what's going on? You're already recording in here? Yeah, uh, Darwin was here. Darwin was here. Yeah. He was here. He was hosting my, my show? Yeah. He wasn't happy. Yeah. I mean, that guy's... He made us feel bad. All of us. He made all of us oh. feel bad. Oh, now I hear what's going on in your... Okay. He made us all feel really bad. Um, well, I'm here now, so hopefully we can work on that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you found uh, the voice effects on the show. Oh, you know I did. We're all here for you, Jeremiah. Uh, 
I guess it's a good way to start the show. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where did Barry, where did Barry White go? That, that was, was my. F- Hello, baby. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, Josh. So how you uh, how you been lately, man? Like, uh, what's going on with you lately? I've been a little sick. You've been a little. Is that why your throat sounds a little? It sounds like uh, Josh's throat's a little. I don't know. Oh no, I had nothing to do with my throat. Actually, I just had a little fever. Why do I sound different? You sound way different. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I do feel like maybe I got I should clear my throat a little bit. <coughs> there we go. Back to normal. <laughs> that seems about right. I don't. I don't know. No. It's. How? Oh. Oh, somebody's calling into the show. Actually. Yeah, somebody's calling into the show. Hello. Who's this? Hey. Uh, Sorry, I'm outside with your food. Oh, this is my Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah, your Uber Eats. I'm sorry. Did you did you want four burgers? Is that what you ordered? Four burgers and no cokes. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit hungry today. It's a little embarrassing that you're reading back my order, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more discreet. I. I... Did you, did you did so and and your name is Darwin? Is that what is that? Is that who ordered the food? Yeah, but he's, I don't. He ordered an alligator burger. He said he eats those in the basement. Is his profile photo on Uber Eats a bat with its mouth yeah, open? Yeah, it's a little. Okay, weird. that is Darwin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to bring those in, or? I don't even know where he went. Honestly, I didn't even know that he was here. So uh, maybe he'll meet you out front. Okay, I'll see you later. Okay. This, this, this is amazing. I mean, pop this guy here. I mean, come on, baby. If this, if the podcast was between these two guys, <laughs> let me ask let's you just say thing. we had a wild Friday night. This voice right here is one that I wish I could do all the time because I smoke so much weed. Yeah. I, I, yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, you be token, you be bloking. Sometimes I just light up for the fuck of it. Sometimes I'm just walking down the street and I say, you know what I'm going to do? What you going to do, man? I'm going to light this motherfucker up. All I got to say is swearing does sound better with a lower voice. Oh, my God. You know what I've always wanted to say in this voice? What? You ready? Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hey, man, are you okay? I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Damn. That's right out of Pulp Fiction, motherfucker. Oh, man. You okay? I hit the bottom of my third vertebrae. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Arby's, we got the meats. Five for five, fifty-five. <laughs> Arby's. Remember when we had that? Five sandwiches for five fifty-five. I'm gonna tell you something right now. If you order meat and there's more than one meat and it costs more than less than five dollars, that ain't meat, motherfucker. Then what kind of meat is it? That that's that's called pigeon meat. Pigeon meat? Yeah, you never had some pigeon meat. Man. You ever gone down to the park and been really hungry and been like, man, I'd eat a motherfucking pigeon right now. Man, I'm so hungry, I could eat a tree branch. Man, I'm so hungry, I could eat some mice's nuts. Man, I'm so hungry, I could eat a squirrel storage for winter right now. You know, I'm so hungry, I could eat a raccoon's fingernails. Man, I'm so hungry, I could eat a bird's eyelid. You know, I am so hungry, I could eat a bat's nest. 
A bat's nest? Yeah, do they have them? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, well, why not? Where well, else they sleep? Yeah, they're not sleeping out. at a house, right? Hey, man, they're not sleeping in birdhouses. Nah, tell you that man. Much. nah they, man. They motherfucking bats. Man. They sleeping in I mean, nests. if you an uppity bat, maybe you got a bat condo, but I don't know. Yeah, you got a bat. I mean, you got a bat HOA. You got to make sure other bats are cleaning up around their place. You don't want no messy motherfucking bats. Man, I just got HPV from a bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, I got I got direct TV from a bat. Are that, you serious? Yeah, bro? that motherfucker came over and hit my the neighbor's dish, and I got direct TV from it. Yo, this bitch bat flew down my chimney, kissed me on the mouth, and said, Wink, you got syphilis. I was like, oh, hell nah. Yeah, man. You know, that bat syphilis is tough, man. Because yeah, the bat syphilis syphilis. Yeah, the bat, well, that, that's the thing. The bat syphilis syphilis is twice as bad. So well, they yeah, call that's it, what you say is syphilis syphilis. Yeah, you got to give it a give it the extra. Preamble. Yeah, the bat yeah. the bats of this, oddly enough, it makes you crave Quiznos sandwiches. Yeah. Which, which is, pisses off Arby's five for five fifty five. We got the meats. <laughs> I this voice right here gives me freedom to say some things I don't normally think Man, I'd be able to say. Crazy shit, dog. This 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 is like you remember in Get Him to the Greek. Oh, of course, the hit movie Get Him to the Greek with Jonah Hill this, and Russell Brand. This oh girl, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. This voice is what I expect everyone would sound like if you smoked a Jeffrey. You know, you smoke a Jeffrey, a little bit of drugs, and all that. Oh, yes. This is the voice that you start hearing when you're running in slow motion. Jeremiah, get down, motherfucker. Is somebody throwing? Jizz at me. Oh, no. That homeless man is jerking off right now. Can I tell you, I saw in Seattle one time, everybody, I was walking down the street and there was a dude eating a turkey sandwich, jerking off in the alley at the same time. And he was I, eating and jerking at the same time? Homeless dude, man. And I tell you what, I didn't judge him because, you know, one man's uh, whatever. Who do you jerk One off? One man's turkey is another man's jerky. You yeah, know what I'm saying, saying, man. You know, I maybe I jerk off to whoever, but this dude jerks off to a turkey sandwich. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean? I'm not judging out here. Honestly, I, I'd be judging more if he was in a business suit and jerking off eating a turkey sandwich. And you know, you know what else? <laughs> Look, man, I've been hungry before, but I've never been. I'm going to jerk off to this sandwich hungry, so I can't judge him. That's you know? a whole new yeah. level of hungry. <laughs> That's your Arby's commercial right there. You ever been jerk off hungry? Arby's. <laughs> we hungry. got the meat. We got the meat. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got in here. Yeah, man, this thing's addicting. That. Uh, What's this one? It's like a Bee Gees filter. Oh, can I tell you? When I walk to my shows, you hear my walk music. I walk to every show 
with Knights of Broadway in my ear. Stay alive. 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 Oh, uh, Barry, we, uh, uh, we asked for Barry Gibb to be here, not Barry White. Oh, my bad, motherfucker. Okay, uh, Barry White, let's take that one more time. It's staying alive whenever you're ready. You can't tell by the way I do my Oh, you don't really have to go that high. You don't have to go that high. Well, you can't tell by the way I do my well, This is really confusing. Well, it, it, it's hard because you have to find... Yeah, I can hear nine voices in my head. This is trippy as fuck. <laughs> Did you get high before you came here? I wish. Intergalactic? Where do you see that? Oh, that's a different. Oh, how about this? Yes. I come from another planet, Josh Wolf. I'm a medieval monk. I, I'm glad that I can reach you here on this fine evening. I came from the planet Zutan to be here. Would you like some spinach? <laughs> Do they have spinach on Zoltan? Yes, on Zoltan they have spinach. And Do you eat it and get very strong on Zoltan? Is this French Popeye that I'm speaking to? Yeah, I'm really confused by this. <laughs> Man. This is amazing. It's pretty fun. Yeah, how do I turn it off? It's yeah, just start using that mic. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Wow, that was that's that's a honestly, if I had that at my house, I'd be divorced. Yep. Because I would yeah, only you, talk to her in oh, a different voice. She would divorce you for sure. If you were mad, like as soon as I was <laughs> soon, I'd be like, "Listen here, motherfucker." <laughs> Listen, honey, this is a serious topic that we need to discuss. I mean, I think that our funds are going in too many different areas and you're spending too much money. Do you mean my funds, motherfucker? What do you... We both work in this household. We both bring in income. I think that's very rude of you to say. I think the only work you're doing, you know the work you're doing. It is not up to par. So I'm going to tell you something right now. You ever step up your game? I'm going to find somebody who will. Okay, now you're threatening me? I would never threaten you. Okay, you're being very passive-aggressive right now, and can you just talk oh, to me as Josh? Am I being very passive-aggressive? Oh, now, now you're doing an impression of me. Oh, Great. am I doing an impression of you? Yeah, you're doing, yeah, you're just mocking me entirely now. Am I mocking now. you? Is yeah. that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, you are, and it's very offensive. Is this offensive? Yeah, it is. What about this? Is this offensive? Oh, I, th that one doesn't even, there's no reason to even use that one. <laughs> that one that didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're just, okay, now you're just. Now you're just not. Now you're not even, now you're not taking me seriously. Let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. What do you, and I'm so curious. How long have you been married? Two years. Coming up on two years uh, in October. It'll be two years. What do you find? And I, and I can tell you what it is for Beth and I. Yeah. What do you find is the biggest challenge for her for what you do? Interesting. I can tell you what it is for. Yeah. What, what's what's yours? Well, probably for Beth, she needs. She'll even tell me. I need. Look, I'm, I'm gonna have to control the on and off switch on you. I can't. Oh. Uh, sometimes you gotta take it down a notch. 
I think the hardest thing on my relationship is uh, sometimes I get a little too in my head where I'm not being present in yes. the conversation yeah. that's going on or when we have our time together. So I constantly have to work on being present and not checking stuff that can wait on my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Replying to certain emails or whatever. Like the, there's a, always more of a sense of urgency that I put on myself that real realistically I don't need to put out there as much. What about, because I find this for me too, and this is the thing that if I was her, I would drive me crazy, is that like, we're so much of what we do, it revolves around us. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You we're, know, we're selling ourselves all the time. That's like, that's, that's what it. the product is. Yeah. It's, it's really, when people talk about how there's a lot of, uh, you know, people are into themselves and they're conceited. Sometimes this town, it makes it seem that way because your business is you. So you always have to think about you and do things about you. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, yeah. so for so for me, what I wish is I wish I could put that part of me down more around her and focus on on just her. That, that would be for me. I wish I could do a little more of that. Yeah, I mean, that's some, something that I work on constantly yeah. already. And I'm only, you know, couple years in. I always tell her though, it's so much fun, more fun doing things for me than it is for you. You know what I mean? Cause I'm really seeing a lot of direct results I like, you know? <laughs> I'm getting a lot out of just doing stuff for me. Yeah, it's really working. It's pretty, it's working out pretty it's good. It's really done me pretty well, yeah. Um, but yeah, that it's it's interesting, two years into marriage. Mm -hmm. How long you been dating her? We've been together almost eight years now. That's amazing, man. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. Because you're a young dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's 30. Yeah. Going to be 31 here in a couple months. <sighs> and how has your life changed since you cut your hair? Honestly, I think it's improved. I, yeah. I think it's improved like quite a bit. I'm doing what's, what's funny is I'm doing better on stage now. Yeah. With stand up. Uh, because literally. They're like that when, dude from the Nelsons is not here. <laughs> <laughs> literally like you know how we perform in uh where there's multiple planes of view yeah. viewing areas right so straight on of course people could always see me with long hair but from the profile sides my hairs were being a little bit of blinders to some of my fa my facial expressions Ew. so some of my jokes now are getting way bigger pops because they can literally see all of my face now they can see if somebody's over here, they can see the the my facial expressions rather than some hair being draped. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hadn't it's even thought of that. I didn't think about it either. And I was like, why are these jokes doing better? Like, I'm getting more laughs on the sides now. It's very like very interesting. That's that's fascinating. But you know what? The the beautiful thing about stand up, any places like the belly room where we were last night. Yeah. You know what I love about By the way, Josh Wolf does such a good job at my show, Stand oh, Up on the you. Spot. I love having him. He's one of the, those guys who, he's one of my favorites to have because uh, he's one of those comics who can turn any suggestion into either a funny bit or a story that he's never told on stage before that like triggers from the past. He's like, oh yeah, this crazy thing happened that like this word unlocked it like yeah. a skeleton key. It's so cool. Last night, this dude, one of his suggestions was, um, he said, what do you think about the accessibility of cocaine tonight? I'm like, no, he said today. I'm like, well, 
it's Tuesday, so not that good. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but I don't do coke. But it reminded me of the time that I had done. I did meth once by accident. Yeah, and I had forgotten that story, and um, I had forgotten that I had been okay. I got kicked out of a strip club. Yeah, I'm excited that you're sharing this because it went over. It was a lot of fun last night. I got kicked. So I did. My buddy. I, I I never really liked coke. I'm always been a weed and a mushroom guy. And, but my buddy was like, Hey, let's do some Coke. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be social. And I did one, he, I thought it was Coke, but it was meth. And I did one line and it burned my right nostril really bad. Which that, because meth has got to be scary. Yeah. But then I'm no quitter because I was like, maybe my nostril sore. I'm going to try the other one. (laughs) I got to even out this thing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to live with one messed up nostril for life. If if they're both going down, I'm knocking them both out. Yeah. I was like, listen, your boy's no quitter. I want to make sure that I'm giving this a fair shot. Yeah. Turns out both nostrils hurt a lot. I'd never done meth before. This is how bad the night went, Jeremiah. I got kicked out of a strip club for being too sweaty. Do you know how sweaty you got to be? That's on a whole nother level of sweaty because they see a lot of sweaty messes oh. come into those strip clubs. Oh, I, I, you know what I didn't tell last night is how they threw me out. So there was this one girl I kept flagging for a dance and I'm sure and she's like, do you know how bad you got to look for a stripper in San Antonio, Texas? To be like, I'm better than this. <laughs> I don't deserve this. Those are, those are the, that's the standard cutoff. Is like I don't do Josh Wolf and below. Yeah, man. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. and I was looking around. Listen, we've all been in a strip club. If you're not passing the buck in there, there's you need to look yourself in the mirror. Pretty right. So I say to the girl, "Are you 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 know you gonna give me a dance or what? You know, I got and I had money." And my money was all wet. It, oh my. You know what I mean? It was just damp. It was a damp. You were Every, that sweaty. It yo, just, you were just soaked. Jeremiah, when I was taking money out of my pocket, it Ugh. was damp. Ugh. I was just, my heart was racing so fast. I had this clammy white film of sweat all over me. I'm sure I thought, you know when you think you look good and you catch yourself in the mirror, you're like, good God. Yeah. What? You thought you are killing it and then you have that piece of spinach between your teeth or something? You know what it is for me usually when I'm really fucked up? My right eye closes. So I think I'm in good shape and I look and I'm, I look and I, I got my pirate on. I'm like, oh no, like the pirate is back, right? So I I uh, I, I ask this girl for the dance. I keep asking for a dance. You gonna give me a dance? We gonna dance, dance? And so finally she goes, yeah, I'll give you a dance. I go, yeah. And so she's standing with security guys. I'm like, well, this is legit. And I was like, we going in the boom, boom room. She goes, oh yeah, we're going in the boom, boom room. And, um, they, oh, they were like right through that door. You know what that door led to? The street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking parking lot yeah. in the back. It was a, so, one of those fresh Prince moments. Your DJ Jazzy Jeff being thrown out by uncle I, Phil. I, in my stupor, mm-hmm. This is how fucked up I was too. Not only was I did I snort meth, but I decided I was going to d- drink gin straight that night. Oh my goodness! For wh- I don't for whatever reason. There's a reason why every rap song is gin and juice. Yeah, no, it was so bad. So I walk up to the front, right, and I say to her, "Excuse me, I think there was a mistake here." That's exactly what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I go. I, I think they let me out the wrong door, and um, she had been prepped that I was coming. I'm sure. She goes, no, they let you out the right door. And I was like, yeah, but I gave that girl uh, my money. And she was like, what girl? And I was like, I got it. And two seconds later, 
the two guys that I had done meth with came from around the building. This They get the same fucking treatment I yeah. did. We were all like, they must have thrown us out by accident. But when I looked at the two of them and I assumed I looked like them, I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, I look like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Got right. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I look terrifying. We should go home. Yeah. yeah we should probably go home. Yeah. We, okay. It's bad when uh, you're that sweaty where you should be carrying your money in a Ziploc rather than a wallet. It, <laughs> like you're at the pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like at a water park. Like, With your, your your locker key. Yeah. We we were so bad. We went and ate at a place where we tried. You know, on meth, not so hungry. Went to a place called Taco Cabana, which is... You been to, when you travel, you go to Taco Cabana ever in Texas? No, That's my favorite fast food Mexican without a doubt. And the queso there is ridiculous. Really? But we went and we walked into, uh, when we walked into Taco Cabana. The taco, Taco Cabana. Uh-uh, the hottest taco in the land. Uh. Um, they said right away when they saw us, they were like, hey, we don't, we're not serving any alcohol. You guys still want to be here? And I was like, I like a bean and cheese. And she said, you going to eat it? <laughs> you going to eat it in your car? But it was less of a suggestion. Like. You're going to eat it in yeah. your car. <laughs> I don't want you in my fine yeah. fast food establishment. Yeah. Like, I think people keep leading me out all these wrong exits. Yeah, dude. We, this is how bad. When you look bad, when you get kicked out of a strip club in a late night fast food Mexican joint, and neither one of those places wants your business, you have got some fucking problems. At Taco Bell, we have standards. Yeah, and the standard is a picture of this dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, a couple years ago, Taco Bell had, had talked about serving booze. Did you that remember that? That would have been the worst idea ever. Yeah, they, they tried to do it nationally. That would have been a disaster. Yeah. A disaster. There would be DUI checkpoints outside of every Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Cops would be like, perfect. This, a, this makes our job 10,000 times easier. My man tested positive for a grilled stuffed burrito. We're going to have to pull him over. But I, I'm always curious now, though. <laughs> he did a breathalyzer and blew bean and cheese yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah. you just, did you just clog my breathalyzer? You just blew a heart attack, yeah, man. What is, what yeah. is this? This is a point, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need you need to lay off the butter, man. That's what this breathalyzer says. You you need to do some stair work, I think. Yeah. We we I got um pulled over. At, <laughs> your, your blood alcohol level is gravy. Baja, Baja blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's guac and chips. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> this reading is way off. I don't know. <laughs> uh have you ever been at a DUI checkpoint? Yeah, I've had to go through them multiple times. Really? Mm -hmm. You ever been pulled out of the car? No, but there was uh, multiple times uh, free, here, out here in uh, in LA. I would do gigs out at the Ice House, mm -hmm. and they would set up a DUI checkpoint right by that highway out yeah. there. Yeah. So on my way back, it would be late after I do like uh, Red Band's like Death Squad show. It'd be one o'clock in the morning, and they would have a DUI checkpoint set up out there, and they would always check our IDs and stuff. And I kept my Kansas tags and license for the first seven or eight years while I lived out here. Come on. Yeah. How come? Way cheaper insurance. And I knew I was going to fail a smog check if I got one out here. And how many times did you have to say, I don't know, officer, I'm from Kansas. 
uh, many times, <laughs> but <laughs> many, many did, times. Did you practice it on the way to the oh, car? Yeah. When they were walking up to the I'm car? Like, okay, okay, Tell okay, me, okay, give okay, me a okay. couple of the run yeah, 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 okay, okay. okay. Like, um, first one was, uh, yeah, I just moved here. Oh, good one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another one was like, oh, really? That's a good one. The playing dumb is always good. Always play dumb. Yep. 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 I literally played dumb at LAX because they were about to give me a huge ticket because I, so I was waiting for my sister and you know how you have to keep making laps. Mm -hmm. I pulled over because she said she was almost out there and I literally was pulled over and this cop, I kept checking my mirrors. He had been scoping me for like five minutes. Mm. So he was ready to give me like a $500 ticket. They're really expensive out there. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not, it's not a proud moment, but I did, I did a little bit of a kind of special ed voice whenever he came to the... Okay, I'm going to come to the window as okay. him, and you tell me... Uh, ready? Yeah. You got to move your car. What? You, gotta, you can't park here. You got to move your car. I I heard I, I heard a noise. I'm sorry. Did, are you... Should you be driving? Yeah, yeah. I'm picking on my sister. Yeah, but you're okay to drive. You don't need someone to drive with no, you. No, no, I'm good. My sister's here. But you can't park here. You gotta, you gotta keep moving. Okay. So you're good to move. You yeah, gotta, I'll move. You know what I love about this guy is that you never let him actually finish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he literally he and this guy, by the way, to preface yeah. it, he was so pissed. He was yelling at me immediately, and I'm like, I don't know what's going. I I I heard a noise. I pulled over. I like. <laughs> I, I was poor I was and I'm like I can't get a ticket bro like this will level my rent check for the month I gotta tell you it's not a terrible move it's just like my friend who is a really good fighter yeah. and knows that I'm not a really good fighter yeah he told me once he was like hey man if you're about to get the shit beat out of you no joke shit yourself I said what he goes shit yourself piss yourself something like that because no one's gonna beat you up if you just shit yourself yeah and I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. Now, you, now, after they leave, you have to deal with the fact that you have shit in your pants. But also, <laughs> okay, not discrediting your yeah. your great friend's advice. Yeah, yeah, not discrediting that. But also, I've had adrenaline, and it's hard to poop on command. I've tried to do it on stage. It, I'm gonna need an explanation for that. <laughs> we do a lot of weird things for roast battle. One of the things we're gonna try to do is piss our pants. I've done that within a bite in a diaper. It's difficult to it's pee. Very hard to do it in front of a crowd. Yeah, because your adrenaline's flowing, and it's the whole thing of like like I'm all I've been able to pee next to people. I don't have problem with the stall, but when you're on stage, your heart is racing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to pee. You know what else? Honestly, and I and I don't think it's just that. I think because on my show once, we, I was like, how funny would it be if we all shit in a diaper just to see what the deal is and who see who could do it? And um, they were like, that doesn't sound funny. I'm like, well, it is to me. So let's give it a Well, run. this is hilarious. So get on board. Yeah. Nobody could do it because your brain. Your brain shuts it off. Yeah. It's like, no, this, absolutely not. We're grown ups. This is not the right place to do it. Yeah. You know how, you know how long we worked not to do this? Even to... Uh, like, I guess to even, you know, when you're at that level, uh, of where you're about to pee your pants, yep. even, have you ever given in? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Have I ever given in? What do you, you just go fuck it. I'm going to pee my pants. 
What are you talking about? Are you admitting things you shouldn't be admitting? <laughs> what no. do you mean, have you ever given in? Sometimes you have to give in to the urge of, of, of needing to pee your pants. And then do what? So one time I, I accidentally, and I this is for me, like I need to pee my pants so bad mm-hmm. in high school that I, I started involuntarily peeing my pants while I was driving. I needed to pee that bad. Why didn't you pull over? I did, but I got pee everywhere. In your car? I, I, in my pants. Were you on your way to school? I was leaving school to go back. Uh, like I was doing this broadcast story at this other school and oh I was going back to my God. school. So yeah. what was the, what's your, did you have, what's the plan of action after you pee yourself as a teenager? I mean, it was, uh, it was caught enough of just in my boxers where it didn't go through the, uh, the, the jeans and I had to wear my piss boxers the rest of the day. No. Yeah. You didn't want to take your piss boxers off? No. For whatever reason, like I felt like that would be even more dirty than, uh, than just sitting in your own urine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I think that that was probably the, the religious upbringing. Like I can't raw dog my jeans. I don't know where they say it in the <laughs> Bible that you're not. <laughs> I don't. Hey man, I had a very confusing upbringing. <laughs> Thou gotta, shalt not. I got to tell you, I'm not well versed in the Bible, but I don't remember the pee in your jeans verse. I mean, it's, it's a weird book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in, um, Lexington, you know, in when Kentucky? I, yes. Yeah. When, when I go to different cities, mm-hmm. I always like, I, I, I will Google what's the, what's the weird thing to do in the city? Sure. Or what's bizarre? Yeah. Because I like to go see weird stuff. Oh, dude, I got a great, I got in a cab with this dude in St. Louis and I go, hey man, where can I go? Someplace weird. And he goes, man, I don't, I don't know. And he turned and he looked at me and I didn't need to go anywhere because this dude, Jeremiah, <laughs> His, his his neck hair from the front attached to the neck hair in the back. He was full werewolf. And he turned and he goes, I don't know a place to look. And he goes, but I noticed, this is, want to hear any of this? Yeah. He goes, but I noticed that you're paying attention to my natural turtleneck. Natural? He called it a natural turtleneck? <laughs> That's one of the most white trash things I've ever heard and I love it. I was like, man, natural turtleneck. Dude, yeah. work, 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 workshop some different names, bro. What do you... What are you doing? Natural. He was like, I noticed you, you're paying attention to my natural turtleneck. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to not to. Yeah. How am I yeah. not going to? He was like, I, you know, that's what he told me. I go, so do you, isn't it, it's hot in the South. I go, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't want to trim that up or. Yeah. He goes, no, it's a conversation you, starter. You, oh. So he uses goodness. it as an, as an Uber guy to get conversation started. But I'm sure the conversation usually starts like this. What the fuck is that, man? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Top five conversation yeah. starters with Ew, what is that? Are you okay? Yeah. Or a whisper. Do you see what's happening up front? What is going on up there? My God. Are you guys talking about my uh, <laughs> natural turtleneck? Natural turtleneck. Um, uh, but you know what? My Okay, so in Lexington, you're talking about the, the Bible. There was a golf course. That was biblical, like Bible themed, and they had two two courses in the same, and one was the Old Testament and one was the New Testament. Shut up! And I I have pictures and videos on oh my phone. Oh my goodness! And I said to the woman, I go, "What's the difference between the courses?" And she goes, "The Old Testament's way harder." And I was like, "Yeah, that makes that makes sense." Let's <laughs> say it's hard to get through. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. It's gonna be pretty challenging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. There's some plagues in the middle of it. Uh. The the holes were. So ridiculous. The hole number seven was day seven, so a day of rest. So it was just a straight hole. 
that funneled straight into like you couldn't miss a hole in one. Oh my goodness! It, Jeremiah, That's so funny. It was pretty amazing. But 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 my favorite answer I've ever gotten. Well, I've got two favorite. But uh, I got one from in Peoria, Illinois, where I asked a cab driver. I said, um, I said, hey man, take me someplace where I can see something. I won't see anywhere else. And dude turned around and he goes, you ever seen a dead body? And I was like, no. And he goes, do you want? I go, no, I don't. I'm good with a dead body. And he goes, yeah, no, my buddy just called me and said he found one yesterday. I'm sure it's still there if you want to go check it out. I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, and me end up the second dead body next to that dead? Yeah, sure. Let's go on this freaking adventure. That's exactly what I thought. I would love to join a dead body on the side of the road that your friend mysteriously found. Yeah, listen, man, you're going to look at a dead body and then you're going to be a dead body. It's a real interactive it's tour. Just, uh, you, you pay what you get, you know, but it, you, get yeah. what you, pay. you you should I, I encourage you, man, when you go out because you're starting to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Go because all these places have these weird little I'm trying to get better about especially because we're starting to hit cities now that we've already hit. Yeah. Once I'm trying to get better about the second time we go doing something in the town that I didn't get around to the first time, yes. because you know how it is. You get in this, I don't want to call it a funk, but you get in this rhythm of it's airport, hotel club. That's the whole freaking weekend. Yeah. And then you're like, am I even like, I should be taking advantage of this because for whatever reason, it's way it's, you get tired on the, on the road just from the travel and stuff. So you end up sleeping more than you do at home. Your, well, your travel schedule, you usually get in at a bizarre time and leave yeah. at a bizarre time. You're usually losing some sleep. And the truth of the matter is, as a grown-up, like, especially if you have a wife or kids, you're like, when's the last time I had a bed to myself? Dude, I I starfish that those oh, king-size beds. Are you I kidding? sleep in the weirdest yeah. positions. <laughs> Sometimes, do you ever, have you ever been ashamed when, like, room service or housekeeping comes into your room? Have you ever, okay, let me ask you a different question and I'll tell you mine. What's the grossest thing that you found? Because I always thought a housekeeper, sh- a housekeeper should get together and write a book that like of short stories of you, oh, you can't believe stuff, what I, yeah. the, what I found. I can't believe what I found. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the grossest mine. I was in a hotel room in Atlanta and you know, I like practical jokes and, and one of my favorite practical jokes to do Jeremiah is to set the alarm by the side of the bed for four in the morning. So when you leave, the person who's there oh. next night is a foreign. It's man. It's so much fun. So guys, if you're out there and you go to a, a hotel, so rough. And it's and it, the alarm goes off at four in the morning. It was me. It was me. Are you the kind of guy that takes off the do not disturb signs on people's doors? No, too? no, 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 no. Because I, I, if someone does that to me, I get super mad. But this guy who did whatever he's about to do, this is what he did to me before, and he obviously didn't know it was me. But this took a lot, so much forethought. So I was in a hotel room that had a couch and I sit down on the couch and I go, oh, and I felt a little, like a little prick on my hamstring. I was wearing shorts. My man had cut one of his toenails and stuck half of it in the cushion and left the other half out. So he had set a little booby trap, man. For he, and I sat right the fuck on That's it. so disgusting. Oh my God. It's so gross. But I left it there because I was like, well, I'm not the only one who's falling for this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not the only one that's going <laughs> to die of whatever disease that is. Yeah. But that was one of the gross. foot mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. It's freaking fungal 
toe shavings in the couch. Is your hamstring growing a toenail? Yeah, it's really weird, right? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like a shell. I don't yeah. know how that happened. Yeah, my, my thighs have claws now. <laughs> have you ever found anything gross in a hotel room? Uh, not really. Uh, not really that I can think of off the top of my head. Have you ever brought a black light into a hotel room? No. Oh my God. I bet it's terrifying. Oh, you know, the most terrifying part is the bathroom. It's like who jizzed on the ceiling? Why? Oh yeah. What's happening? Yeah. The ceiling in the bathroom was the, I, I, I expected it in other parts, but the ceiling in the bathroom, like who jerks off on the toilet and throws it on the ceiling? Brian Redband. (laughs) That's who does that. He literally talks about it in his act. What? How he comes everywhere in hotel rooms. He what literally he? talks about it in his act. Why does he do that? Because he can. Yeah, but other people are going to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's red band. Oh, what do you mean? He just jizzes everywhere and wipes it? Curtains, whatever. It's gross. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Man. Now, are you a hand towel guy or a Kleenex guy? A uh, sock. Sock. Yeah. Do you dispose of the sock after the weekend's done? I bring it home and wash it. I mean, how does it fit in your luggage with it being completely (laughs) (laughs) standing up straight in your your luggage? It looks like there's a pencil under my sock. It's really weird. It's weird. Um, I I'm a sock guy, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Because Kleenex, I find a clean sock, right? Yeah. Get this, my buddy. Who wears a who jerks off in a dirty sock? Get this, my buddy. Had to go to the doctor. He's like, something's wrong with my dick. He was jerking off in his dirty sock, oh, and he got athlete's foot no. on his dick. And you know what? You deserve it. You, you absolutely do. Fuck. You disgusting pig. Who jerks off in a dirty sock? Right, it's pretty gnarly. Do you know I I bought uh, Jacob once as a joke, and Jacob was my son when he was about fifteen years old because I found him. A dirty sock in his room. So as a joke for his birthday, I bought him a 12 pack of silk socks with a note on it that just said, treat yourself. (laughs) And he was like, this isn't funny. This this isn't funny. I'm like, it's kind of funny, man. Or Arby's, treat yourself. We got all the meats. Man, get their cocks out and get those socks out. Because it's time. It's 92.5 Smooth Jazz. Haynes, wait till you get your thing in that. (laughs) Wait till I get my Haynes on you. Wait till I get my veins in you. Make sure you put by me an extra comfy silk sock. One for my cock. One for my nuts. And one for whatever's about to come out of my booty hole. What's coming out of your booty hole? I think you know what it is. I don't know what it is. I think the kids call it jizz. Kids call it jizz. Come on now, sing it together with me. You got jizz coming out of your booty hole. Wow, that was gross. Jizz coming out of your booty hole? That you know that song right there was off of my 1976 album. Come get it, girl. Jizz, jizz coming out of your booty hole. You know uh, this next song I wrote. Uh, 
road after an unfortunate Thursday night when I might have had too much to drink. I call it Jizz coming out of my booty hole. Hit it, boys. Jizz <laughs> coming out of my booty Medieval monks. It's hard for me to hear what the monks sound like. There's so many of them. There's a lot of monks that are talking at the same time. It's so you 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 grew up very religious. Church every weekend. Oh yeah. And so as a Jew, I don't know. Very religious. What does that mean? Church every weekend. Does, does and, and did you do church school? I went to a private school. Yeah. And a, a private school religious. Yeah, it's Christian private school. Really? What yeah. did they say about the Jews in there? I'll, I'll be your, uh, uh, okay. I'm going to be a student and you be a teacher at the school and you tell me about the Jews. Okay. This is where the Jews hide their horns. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I told you in South Carolina, yeah. I had a guy tell me once, he he even got the, the slang wrong. He called me a kite with a T. And I was like, listen, man. I don't want to correct you as a fucking terrible bigot. But yeah, but Jews ain't flying kites. Let me <laughs> help you out here a little bit, brother man. Yeah, let Let's me just do this. Yeah, I at least want to be insulted correctly. Yeah. you dumb fuck. Yeah, he was. He told me he goes. I usually don't think you kites are that funny. I'm like kite, man. You don't know about any of my Jews at all. Yeah, if you you know the kites that run the industry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, the kites who are in charge of all the money and, and they yeah. control the weather. Yeah, that's where the expression go fly a kite comes exactly. from. Exactly. Yeah. I did find out, by the way, you know, I was in Dublin recently and I went to the- Isn't Na- Dublin awesome? Dude. It's it's one of my favorite stops that I've ever done. Did you go to the National Leprechaun Museum? No. What? Jeremiah. Next time I'm there, I'm definitely going there. Though. So, first of all, if you ever wondered what happened to the person in your high school- who put together all of the musical theater production, they are giving the tours at the National Leprechaun Museum. Oh, she was uh, given 110%. You know what? I think she's actually calling into the show right now. It's very interesting. Uh, we actually have, um, it says Talia is calling into the show right now. I'm so happy. I can't do the Irish accent. <laughs> okay, uh, well, let me see. So, I'm, oh, I, oh, I'm so happy to be here. How are you? Uh, Talia, I just want to let you know I was so excited about the tour you gave me at the... Oh, absolutely, at, absolutely, absolutely. Now, can you tell me a little more about why you have a box of uh, Lucky Charms in uh, behind some a glass case? It's, oh, you mean my family heirloom? Yeah, yeah. No, see, it seems to me that, that you can get them at the supermarket. Why would you keep it behind the glass case? Because these are special editions. Before, the, 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 uh, the uh, you know what they added, the, the, the hard stars, Horseshoes, clovers, and balloons. Yeah, you know. And and so uh, one one thing that I thought was very fascinating uh, like, that like you... this is a misprint on the box where none of the marshmallows were actually added. Oh really? Can you believe that? What was in there? Just the just the grains. Just the grains. That's and called it, Cheerios. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, I say, it's in the Hollywood. 
It's, it's like it's, the Hall of Fame. Sorry, it's my in, accent kind of slips sometimes. It makes me slip up. I talk really fast. No, I understand. Up. That's why it's in the museum. It's yeah. Like the Hall of Fame museum. Leprechauns. And so, how come now? I didn't. I hadn't. I didn't know this, and I'm so glad that you taught me. But that the leprechauns don't usually. They don't actually wear green. No, not at all. That's just a fable. That's uh, that, uh, that, that, that the way the, the, the television in Hollywood started portraying That's actually it. true, yeah. yeah. Walt Disney started it, yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, because uh, uh, did you know that uh, Mickey Mouse is not actually even a mouse starting out? Is that right? That's yeah, a true thing. What was he? Oh, he was a Tasmanian devil. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Is that why his voice was like that? Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me about some other kind of folklore I may not know about the leprechaun. Oh, did you know rainbows used to just be one color? Really? Yeah. What color was that? Brown. Brown. Yeah. A little depressing. Yeah, I know. That's Ireland for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other things might I not know about the leprechauns? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, they actually don't live in holes like hobbits. Oh, is that right? Where do they no, live? No, they live in and they, they live in houses just like normal people. Yeah. yeah. And they, but I understand they they're big into duplexes. They like to live in duplexes. Oh, you know, if they're maybe a family full of leprechauns moving in there. How many leprechauns are, can you fit in a general duplex? Is that is there a, is there a rule of thumb uh, uh well uh, uh a set of six leprechauns yeah are called a squatch oh they're called a squatch they're called a squatch yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting i understand us the six leprechauns is a squatch yes and 12 seven is a scotch and and 12 is a scotch right right yeah, yeah yeah which is very similar to the drink you know the scotch well that's how they got its name yeah exactly yeah because people were drinking leprechaun yeah, and also there's 12 people of the last supper and in ireland the uh, last supper the way that the biblical folklore is uh you know jesus was actually drinking scotch at the last supper yeah not the wine you know because of the 12 leprechauns that's, exactly. that's the one thing you don't see in the picture is that the leprechauns are under the table well that's the thing is like like that it's, it's right above the table links. Yeah. You don't see the leprechauns that are parting right below. You know, they're little people. Well, you know what they should do? They should they should actually paint a Last Supper of what's going on under the table. I think they should, too. That actually... I think there's actually a little party going on yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a Last Supper. Yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of freaks. There's a lot of chains. There's a lot of things going on down there. Yeah. I, now, I did hear I did hear about the leprechauns. The leprechauns do like to multiply. They, oh, they love it. They're just like rabbits. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. Yeah. Uh, did you know if, uh, another leprechaun folklore... Uh, uh, you know, if a leprechaun jerks off in a sock, makes a new leprechaun. That, I did hear that. Yeah. You know who told me that? Brian Redband. Oh, but there you go. Yeah, he actually told me. He told me that of leprechaun. Now, but leprechaun socks, mm-hmm. I understand, have some magical powers besides just being a womb of sorts. Is that right? Leprechaun socks? Absolutely. Yeah. Leprechaun socks. Uh, if you can get your hands on one, yeah. it replenishes food whenever you put it in there. Interesting. And yeah. th- th- now, any food... Does it turn it to replenish that food? Like right. a berry turns into a berry or it just turns into anything? A berry turns into a potato. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So if you, if you like potatoes, yeah. then you put it in the sock and, and, and a leprechaun sock and then you have a potato. And how do the leprechauns feel about crossbreeding? Like a leprechaun in a, in a normal size like person? Or, or you mean like a human being? Yeah, yeah. How do, how do leprechauns feel about that? I mean, you know, it would be their greatest honor if yeah. they ever did it. Is there? But, uh, but it's never happened before. That's why you've never uh, seen. That's it's why they're uh, you know in this strange species. But I, I think you know. I think I did see. Like, isn't there a Pornhub category with the leprechauns? I mean, we're working on it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get it popular. So we uh, we really appreciate that uh, you know you're putting it out there. I, you know, me myself, I'm just a fan of the leprechauns. I'm just the tour guide. Yeah. At uh, at this museum, but you know, my mother is you know, a leprechaun. 
No, she wanted to be. Oh, she wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and for people who want to be leprechauns, is there a way to kind of, to make that happen? Well, she, she looked, she looked, uh, she actually, a short man actually tricked my mother, told her that he was a leprechaun. He wasn't actually a leprechaun, just a short man with oh. no powers at all. No powers. And then me, oof, I'm the accent, I was born. And here you are, and giving tours at the museum. Yeah, my, my mother actually thought that I was going to be a leprechaun, and that's actually where my passion came from, is, is, is that I wanted to be a leprechaun because my mother did as well, but I actually am not because I'm just the lie that my father told. And, and then when you started to grow as a child, was it really, was she uh, uh, like not happy about well, it? Was, it? Uh, it was really interesting. It's whenever weird I, how sometimes you sound like Dudley Moore when you. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you know, when when I outgrew my father. Yeah. That's when she started to suspect something was up. Oh yeah. My I father bet. was just—he's a four foot eleven man. So she, you know, he could have been real, but he, he could have been a tall leprechaun, perhaps. Yeah. But leprechauns are more of the three foot range. If you're four eleven, you're playing center on the leprechaun basketball team. I mean, that is truth, actually. You know, you would, would you like a job here? I would. I would. I, I really I enjoyed the way you told stories. My favorite room in the leprechaun museum. Yeah, tell me about it. I have so many favorite rooms. Yeah. My favorite. I love the bondage room, but I didn't show you that. Go ahead. Yeah, but <laughs> is that where you the curtain you jumped out from behind? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. My favorite room was the room with oversized furniture uh-huh. to make everybody feel like they were as small as a leprechaun. Oh, isn't that a fun feeling? Yeah. Oh, so one, one could wish. Yeah, I mean, you and climbing up on that chair to make it seem like you were three feet tall was really, oh. yeah, yeah. It's such a good time. That's basically the whole museum, though. I thought maybe they're... Like, did you remember the step stool that led you to the, the kitchen sink? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was a good one. I do, I have one father, one more question, though. The, oh, yeah. The word museum implies facts. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. Not a whole lot of, like, facts in this museum. Uh, you know, facts uh, in Ireland are also, uh, you know, considered different things. Hmm. Myths, tales, legends. You sound like Harvey Weinstein's lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've also done that on the side as well. <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. I imagine that be having an Irish accent... No, well, like, what exactly is a fact, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of like what I propose in co- the, the court of law. Like... Is it really a fact, or is it a myth, or is it a legend, or is it a tale? And I would say, coming from the Leprechaun Museum, you actually are an expert at that. I, I really am, you know. you know, I've been guided a long time. Uh, being able to deal with both fields, being able to be uh, the liaison for people to this museum, and also the uh, liaison in court. Uh, I, I have one final question for yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I do have to be getting back to my tours. I know, but I have one final question. What was the purpose of the no bra and tank top part of the tour? Did you? Is that something that you feel like adds to the? Well, leprechauns love tits. Right, got it. They yeah, love them. got it. That was they the one part of the them. tour I was a little curious about. Where do you think the milk comes from for the Larky Charms? Oh it's, yeah, it's actual breast milk. That's a, that's in Ireland. That's a, that's a, it's Irish pastime. Breast milk and Larky Charms. <laughs> No wonder. I, I mean, that, that's how that's how we eat it over there. I can tell you, no wonder those lattes were so good. They were sweet. It's actually breast milk from a beautiful Irish woman. Well, I'll have to go back. Thank you. But listen, the tour was fantastic. I'm, thank you so much for joining me on the phone. The, I know that people had some questions about the museum, and I'm glad you could clear that up. Absolutely. For us. And uh, you know, if you come back to the museum, just ask for Talia. I'm happy to uh, give you a tour around. Oh, you know I will. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That was a that was interesting. Yeah, she was amazing. She was pretty well versed. I was pretty surprised, and I just kind of sat and listened because you guys seemed to have chemistry. Well, you know what? We made a lot of eye contact in our tour, and she scared two kids. They left mid tour. Okay, uh, I wasn't sure if this, it was the tank top no bra or if it was the story she was telling or combination. Right. But two of the kids mid mid tour were like, "Hey, we need to leave right now." Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we have to go immediately. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they cut the tour short for them. But yeah. not for me. I was on board for that. Yeah. We'll be right back after this commercial break. I want to tell you about Tuesday.com. Monday.com. Monday.com is a team management tool that will help improve your office workflow. Monday. Monday.com makes it easy to track projects and keep it positive in the workplace. The best parts of Monday.com. It's intuitive. Takes no time to set up. It's flexible. You can easily customize this. It's easy to stay organized and find your files. Don't miss your files. You've got to keep them all in order. And if you go to monday.com slash wonder, that's all lowercase. Lowercase, wonder. Like, I wonder if they're going to go there. Like, I wonder if they're still watching this podcast. Monday.com slash wonder. Then they're going to give you a free 14-day trial, okay? No commitment. You can check out monday.com and see how helpful their software is. One more time. That's monday.com slash wonder, all lowercase, for a 14-day trial. And make sure that you use that exact link because guess what? If you use my link, additional savings, choose you to sign up. Now, please go back to enjoying this episode of Jeremiah Wonders. Now let's get into this next segment, Fanning Out. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. I asked people on the internets if they could ask Josh Wolf any questions. Oh, okay. What would they be? And I got some good ones. Okay. Uh, this is from Stefan.Benson.75 on Instagram. My pal, out in the Canada area. Uh, what's the dumbest question you have ever gotten on High Live? Hashtag High Live. Oh, that's interesting. You know, here's the thing. On the high live, there are no dumb questions because I'm so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at last, uh, uh, so on Monday, I um, I got high and I took some mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And this character came out, the Cookie Man, who was really serious about his cookie. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Jim? It's a serious subject. He did not like it when people talking about his cookies or talking about taking his cookies and somebody asked what am I got to do to get a cookie? What kind of cookies was he eating? Hey, Cookie Man eats any cookie, and he'll come to your house. He'll take your fucking cookies. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I... No, I no, 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 no. There's no jokes about cookies. There's no... This is not something that he jokes about. Like, touch his cookies. Yeah. You're going to have a fucking problem at your house. Well, uh, is he a Limp Biscuit fan? Because they did it all for the cookie. No, he doesn't. That's a joke. And he doesn't oh, he joke. doesn't like that. He doesn't joke about it. He's cookies. very serious about it, yeah. Listen, he's very serious. And someone asked, are you going to eat that cookie? And mm-hmm. that might have been the... It set him off. It just set him off? Oh, my God, dude. I thought he was going to jump through the screen. But my second favorite question that anybody's ever asked me on High Live was, do you like getting high? Motherfucker, the show is called... High <laughs> Live. <laughs> Yeah. I Do you not get the yeah. concept of this show? I like it a lot. I like it a lot. The, my favorite part about that show is, and in, 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 as a creative person, you will understand this. There are no boundaries. There yeah. is no such thing as something too stupid. I saw you, I showed you a picture of me with a baby hand it's on great. my 
So I smoking a joint, wearing women's sunglasses and a cowboy hat. It's like, okay, love it. You know me, I'm in. I really try on that hour or hour and a half every Monday night to make sure I push myself beyond comfort. Yeah. To make sure I do things, say things, wear things, act a certain way that I I never do anywhere else. The High Live has helped my stand-up more than any single thing I've ever done. Really? Jeremiah, because, so first of all, it's just me for an hour talking. And in the past, I would try so hard to make every minute of that entertaining. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Sure. That it, it nothing was natural. And what the high life has really taught me is, hey man, it's all a ride. Yeah. It's, it's all, and people want to be on the whole ride. Mm-hmm. And that same with stand up. You can't be at a 10 for an hour. No, nobody, right? You literally tucker out the audience. You're going to tucker people out. But also, it makes it more human and more accessible. And so, the high live, the, me teaching myself that it's okay just to be you sometimes, man. Yeah. It has been the best thing for my stand up ever. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a happy accident because it just started out with me being high. Well, there you go. There you go, and man. Things, things blossom into beautiful things sometimes. Uh, at Joel Clev on Instagram, Josh, all surnames originate from somewhere. Do you know how your family got Wolf? Uh, this is what the story's been told to me. At Ellis Island, we had a long Russian Jewy name, Rabinovich Juberg Steen. Mm-hmm. That might be a little. I've actually heard that, <laughs> that family name before. Um, I think my lawyer has that yeah, name. Yeah, what's it? My accountant? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I do think I think it yeah. was somewhere in that somewhere in there. Okay, yeah. And the what I've been told is when you see names like Fox, Eagle, and Wolf, all of those were long names that at Ellis Island, the person who was checking the end was like, "Nah, we're I, not doing that." I don't know how to write that down. Fox, Eagle, Wolf, and you picked. Now I don't know if that's true, but that's <laughs> it's the like a r- chart of animals yes. that you're choosing yeah. from the wall. <laughs> Let's take a look. You okay. anywhere? But we're five yeah. letters and down on yeah, animals. This is cow. It's like nobody's nope. using that yeah. one. Horse? No. no. Let's think. Wolf? Fox? Okay. Eagle? Wolf, fox? Eagle? Raccoon? Mm. Lizard? <laughs> hey, if my name's Dale Lizard. If you could have any animal last name, okay. Jeremiah. Yeah. But you got to keep your friend first name. So it's gonna be Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah Porcupine. Jeremiah Opossum. It might be Jeremiah Yak. Jeremiah Yak is so good, dude. It's pretty. Jeremiah Yak. Yeah. Because, first of all, I want to meet that guy. Yeah. As soon as I see him on a list. Jeremiah Yak. Is Jeremiah Yak here? Who the fuck is that? Who's Jeremiah Yak? I'm on board for Jeremiah Yak. Yeah. That dude also, if you see Jeremiah Yak, you're like, oh, this dude's, he, he either, he's like, uh, like a, he's he competes in the X Games. Jeremiah Yak. Yeah, he does like he's on the BMX bikes. Yeah. Next up, Jeremiah Yak. Oh, for sure. Jer- <laughs> he's in the BMX circuit <laughs> for sure. Jeremiah Yak is he's gonna sponsored. try. Alberto's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beef Jerky sponsors Jeremiah Yak. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah Yak is not. If I could pick, well, I already have a wolf. I have the last name. Yeah. Wolf is so is. Is uh, that's a great name, but you know what's great about it mm. is that no, it doesn't seem like a Jewish last name, but it is. So, because it doesn't seem like a Jewish last name, I people always tell me Jew jokes. I could also see it being a German name, yeah. though, too. I think it, it Josh Wolf, 
Josh. Josh. Wolf. Although the German's not not a you know I had to break it to a friend of mine once who thought he was this Catholic German guy that he was Jewish. You had to tell him he was a Jew. Jeremiah, he was, he was 32. We were walking his dog. We were in here in Hollywood, right? He's like, my sciatic nerve is acting <laughs> up. Uh, do you have any flonase? <laughs> oh, the, poll- the, the pollen out here on this walk is really getting to me. Don't shop at that 7-Eleven. The, the, the Coca-Cola is 10 cents more there. You're like, buddy. He, we were walking his dog. And we were, talk- we were talking. And uh, he said something about his mom being Jewish. And I go, you're Jewish? And he goes, no, no, no. My mom's Jewish. I go. Oh, buddy. Oh, you you don't I know said, how this works. I said that's the one that counts. Yeah, I said you're you're Jewish. She goes, no, 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 my mom. I go, you could call her right now. I hate to be here when this happens, but I'm excited to be here. She he grew up in a part of the country where she was scared for other kids to know he was Jewish. So she just never told him. Wow. But I told him, I go, he goes, yeah, but I didn't grow up Jewish. I go, fine. But if Hitler comes back, you're on the train next to me, man. Like, I don't care if you think you're Jewish or not. <laughs> We're bunk buddies, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least for a week. Before, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a short lease. Yeah. A short... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but um, yeah, that was crazy to break it to him. It fucking so, cracked him. Eyes like... He had no, he was like, what does that mean? I'm like, nothing. It doesn't mean, what do you think? Is something's going to change? What, what if he's like, I am the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, but that, that was, yeah. That's awesome. Um, this is an interesting question. And take this however. Uncle Buck's house on Instagram. He said, what's the worst part about having such old kids? That's a weird question to, to me. Um, y- you know, is it just reminds you all the time how fucking old you are. Mm. Because when I look at my son and I'm like, no, he he's fuck- like a dude. Yeah, he's like a- he lives with somebody, he does drugs. Like this is like a grown person. You know what I mean? Sure. And you know I'm a grandfather, right? I actually did not. So my oldest son has, f- okay, my oldest son has four kids. I did not know that. So my oldest son has four kids, and at- when he was having his first kid, dude, my uh, he called. And he goes, "We're gonna have a baby." I said, "Congratulations!" And he goes, "You get to pick out a grandfather's name." And I said, "Okay." And I said, uh, I go, you know, no, if a kid calls me grandpa, I'm, I'm ignoring that child. Like, th- I'm not answering. Yeah, kid. that's not happening. Mm-mm. So he said, all right, you call tomorrow and let me know what you and Beth, my wife, want to be called. So Beth chose Bibi. My grandmother, my great grandmother's name was Bibi. That's Her good, name is Bethany. Yeah, that's great. So he said, what do you want him to call you? And I said, LeBron. And he said, what? I go, man, how cool is Bibi in LeBron's house? Don't you want to go to BB and LeBron's house? BB and LeBron have a great theme song. That's a 70s sitcom, you know? Welcome to BB and LeBron. BB and LeBron. You out to BB. BB. It's BB and LeBron. So BB and LeBron's house sounds fun, but he was like, no. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. But Jeremiah, how amazing would it be if they were at a park here in Los Angeles? And these four little white kids are like, LeBron, LeBron. Everyone would be like, get LeBron. the. It's BB and LeBron. BB and LeBron. <laughs> 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 
Come on. Come on. Fridays at 8 on ABC. You baby. This ain't your mama's yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come over to BB and the Bronze. Friday night at 8. You know what time it is. You know when. You know when to be there, motherfucker. BB and the Brown. Whoops. Just said that on ABC. <laughs> We probably can't say that. Yeah, probably cancel. Yeah, probably, probably cancel. But that, but for me, having old kids just reminds you how old you are. Right. But, but I will say the good part about it is this: I, I, and you know this from watching me with him. I truly enjoy spending time. Yeah, with that my helps kids. a lot. Be- Any advice for me of somebody who my wife really wants to have kids? Yeah, and you know we're putting it off for you know as. As long as we can. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we can. Yeah. Um, uh, but any advice for me, being a guy who's married a couple of years, going into maybe that and within the next few years, who knows? I, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you know when you're ready to have kids? That's like saying, how do you know when you're ready to go to prison? You don't because there's nothing that you can compare it to. Yeah. So you don't know you're ready and you're not ready until you have the kids and the, tr- the truth and of the matter is, it out. you don't have a choice but to be ready. Yeah. But until you have a kid, you're not ready because you ha- you have no idea what the amount of time that will be taken away from your life. I don't want to make it sound like it's terrible, but it's not great. The first two years are, they don't do anything. Those first four months, anybody who says, I love having a newborn at the house, they're a fucking liar. <laughs> they don't do anything. They eat, they sleep, they shit, and they scream. Period. And they look like ugly little monkeys. No baby is good looking when it comes out of a vagina. That's just not a thing. And they're dumb. Toddlers are dumb. Any 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 light any living thing that falls without sticking its hands out to protect its head, yeah. it's dumb. They're dumb. They're dumb as fuck. They're dumb. And so they're not a lot of fun early on. But when they get older, and you, you can interact with them a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time, man. And you're gonna get so much material out of it. That's another. <laughs> that's like literally the only thing that the other comedians are trying to tell me. They're like, it's horrible. It's all this stuff, but you get material out of them. I'm like, great. yikes. <laughs> this is the worst pitch ever by every comedian that I've asked that question. I'm like, you guys are not encouraging me at all with any of yeah, this information. Yeah, you got a lot of material. Hey, listen, it's going to suck. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be ready. But guess what? You might get a new five out of it. <laughs> what? That's selling me? What are you, what? I don't think I'm trying to sell you. I'm All just right. le- letting you know. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got to wrap up here in a little okay. bit. Uh, we're, we've already been going for a bit, but I, I mean, I could go with you for so long. Uh, that's a weird that's thing. That's a weird thing to say, but that's I could right, go yeah. with you for so long. Um, multiple people are asking about um, if you have any Joey Diaz or Brody Steven or Ralphie May stories that maybe might be some deep cuts that... Uh, well, you know, I have a ton of those stories, all those guys. Um, you know, Joe and Brody and I started together. Yeah, in Seattle, In right? Seattle. That's so cool, man. And... Um, I, had a, I, had a, I had a dream about Brody uh, last night, two nights ago. And it was... Uh, it's funny now that I'm like... 
I'm over it, but I woke up with like tears yeah. in my eyes. Um, but it was, it was this weird situation where he, um, it was like the plot of the sixth sense, Yeah. but Brody was Bruce Willis. Oh and he didn't he didn't know he was dead God. so it was like yeah he's showing up at a comedian's barbecue he's like yes and everybody's like he doesn't he's not, a, <laughs> he's not he's not aware by the way that would be perfect he was still telling jokes yeah he was still oh, telling jokes i literally woke up like crying but i was like but i was like look like talking about it i'm like it's really funny like that my brain took it to like a sixth sense can i tell you something yeah and as as we're all comics yeah and as the time has passed and it's easier to talk about it now. Yeah. What a great sketch for you to impersonate Brody as the guy from Sixth Sense who doesn't know he's dead and he keeps showing up to the open mics. Oh my goodness. I mean, I know that sounds dark. Push and <laughs> believe. Yes. I, I, I And he never gets a sign up. He, he never gets on the list. You're dead, man. You can't. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is man this is still hard for me this is this is yeah we'll give it a couple more months I know. we'll give, we'll give it a like, couple more months I'm like I'm like we'll oh give man it, we'll this give it a couple is, more months this is still hard I had a and I'll give you I'll give a story but I will tell you I had I was having a hard time grieving with Brody I was having a hard time really getting that good cry out that I knew I needed I would start but I was really, I don't know why I was having a hard time. Um, maybe it's because I didn't want to admit it. I don't know. But the, for whatever reason, my mind and body was not allowing me to ugly cry the way I knew I needed to. And it happened in, in a dream, the ugly cry. And and I know this is going to sound, uh, I, I was at Beeman Park in the dream, which is in Studio City. And... Um, we played catch and I cried, oh, man. but I felt in the dream, dude, I felt warm. It was not like come warm or the urine warm like, like you did, but like right. I felt warm and I cried while I played catch with him. Ugly cry. And I woke up, you know, when you cry in your sleep, you No, I, I woke up with actual yeah, tears, tears all in my eyes from, but I, yeah, I need, I, for whatever reason, that was the only place my brain was going to allow me to do that. Let loose. Yeah, but it really, it was super cathartic, man. Uh, you know, because I, I, you, I don't think you ever truly heal or start to heal until you can do that, Yeah. right? And so I was having a hard time. I've told uh, the stories about Brody changing his name. I've told you that mm -hmm. story before. I'm not sure if I ever told you a story about me, Brody, um, Joe Diaz and a buddy of ours named Gavin Boyd. We were the four people who kind of drove around together. Also, Tana Manu. I don't know if you met Tana when he was down. When a no. Tana gave a speech at Brody's memorial. Oh yeah. Um, Tana was Brody's. He did the cable access show with him. Tana, low key, out of all of us, if you had asked me when we first started who's gonna make it, I'd have been like, this. This Tana is the funniest guy I've mm -hmm. ever met in my life. Yeah. But so we're driving down to Olympia. We were in Seattle. And I guess it was, I forget exactly, maybe an hour drive. And we were in Brody's, Brody's car. And Brody was like, we're going to be late. And Jody was, Joe was like, I'll drive. And he goes, I can make it there in 40 minutes. And Brody was like, it takes an hour. And Joey was like, I'll make it there in 40 fucking minutes. And so we're going the wrong way, down one-way streets. We're hopping curves. Yo, and Joey's laughing the whole time. And Brody's in the back. And you know, 
my one of my favorite things about Brody is that real mad fake mad line that he drew. He walked so gingerly. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you were like, is he mad? And you see a smile, and you're like, okay, not, yeah, not mad. Of course. But 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 it seemed to teeter on both sides of that mad. Um, and so he was in the back seat rolling around, mad, not mad, mad, not mad. Couldn't tell. We make it there in time. Barely. Brody gets out of the car in the parking lot, slams the door, and he screams, I do not live my life like this. (laughs) Jeremiah, man, I could not stop laughing. Because if you know anything about Joe Diaz, I'm going to tell you guys something. Joe Diaz is the master of the mindfuck. And not only is the master of the mindfuck, he is the master of the long game. He, it, he'll wait 10 years and he'll slowly plant seeds for 10 years. He doesn't care. But it, he, he's the master of the slow Chinese drip. And the fact that he got Brody to snap, it was like, that's his end game. That's what it was. So it was. And he started laughing. Brody was like, I am driving home. I am driving home. You must have said that like 30 times in a row before like the record skipped before we, did you, have you said it enough? I am driving home. Yeah. I am driving home. <laughs> you don't do that to me. Now, Ralphie May lived and Ralphie along with Joe, both babysat my kids mm-hmm. and um, we were living, they, they lived over here on Curson, right behind El Compadre. He lived there. I think Ron White lived on his couch for a little while. Jay Moore lived in that building. A lot of people lived in that Yeah. And Ralphie was like the king of that building. And there was one time we went to Jack in the Box. He was like, Joshua, you come with me. And we were in his forerunner. Why do you come with me? We're going to get some food for everybody. Hey, man. Yeah. Come on, Josh. And first, first line. Him and Joe Diaz always called me first and last name. Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf. So we get, and we get Jack in the Box, and he has the order. And he reads off the order. And he goes, can you, can you put that? Put that one on one back. And he goes, I got another order. Second order. And I go, what's that one for? He goes, that, it was like four burgers, three fries, a bunch of other shit. He goes, this is for the, this is for the ride home. <laughs> and he goes, man, Joshua, open that glove box. Every condiment, hot sauce, ketchup, mustard. Yo, I was like, you keep condiments in your glove box? He goes, it's quicker than going to 7-Eleven. And so he, <laughs> he had condiments in his glove box, man. And he ate that. He was like, I don't want to eat my food. You know, I'm like, but you ordered food in this bag. He goes, no, this is the pre-food food. Okay. Uh, but Ralphie, man, they, they were, they were, they were, he and Joey were so, uh, and I, Ralphie made money before any of us. Mm-hmm. He was so generous with his time and money with all of us. When we, when we were at a place where none of us were eating out, he was taking everybody. Yeah. He was such a generous guy um, that it, it was amazing to me um, that that seemed to bring him such joy. I, I found that from watching a lot of people. You know, I toured with Larry the Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. Man, you say what you want about that guy, but like one of the most generous, true, loyal people I've ever met in my life. And I learned so much from his you know he was like shake every hand you you should be shaking anytime somebody walks up to you can I take a picture shake a hand the answer is yes 
course. Every of course. single time. Yeah. And he said, if you're at lunch, guess what? You're taking a picture at lunch. You know why? This is the deal you made. Of course. And he said, as soon as you start to separate yourself, he was like, that's not, that's not the deal. Like there's good and bad. And he used to say this to me too. He's like, there's good and bad in every job. If the worst part of your job is that somebody wants to take a picture with you because they like you. Yeah. What's that's a great way to put it. What's the problem? Yeah. And he said, if you don't want to take the picture, which I understand, don't go out to lunch. Don't go out to lunch. Yeah. And he said, order in. Yeah. He said, look, some people are so excited. They can't contain themselves. That's what you want. That means you're doing a good you're doing job. Doing your job properly, right? Yeah. And so he was—he was like, I never quite understood. He said, "There's some nights I don't want to take pictures, and I order in. And if I go out, I know I'm taking pictures, mm-hmm. and that's part of the deal." Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, really, really good guy. Uh, I have so many Joe Diaz stories. I just don't know which ones that I've told and which ones that I have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, his grasp of the English language always made me laugh. Um, my favorite one of those is we were at, we were at my house and he told me, he was like, man, your daughter's got a memory like a hawk. And I was like, that's not the same. I think it's eyesight. He goes, no, it's memory dog. I go, it's eyesight. He goes, Josh Wolf, a hawk leaves a tree every morning, flies around in the forest with all the trees that look the same, but still finds its way back to the same tree. That's a good fucking memory. I was like, I can't argue with that. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll change the saying for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's worth it. That's worth it. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Um, but it, I, it was such a blessing for me to start with Joey and What an interesting Brody. group that you started with. I mean, man, such an eclectic mix of talent right there. But for me, personally, for my growth, the perfect two people because they showed me possibilities that I otherwise would have never allowed myself to go look at. Mm-hmm. They showed me the um, the beauty of freedom on stage. When they finally let themselves go and they let, the, you know, the best Joe Diaz is the one who goes off. You know when he goes off on stage? Yeah. And he's when he's just taking furious. breaks of, the only breaks he's taking is to laugh like yes. a machine gun real quick and then go right back into it. And his it. veins are popping out in his neck. No, 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 no. Yeah. So watching him develop that and, 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 and having the balls to allow himself to go there before he knew how to do it. So sometimes it was intimidating. He's an intimidating dude. Yeah. But still to allow himself to do that. And same with Brody, man, to, for Brody, to watch Brody get laughs out of things that weren't jokes repeatedly and have the balls to do it, have the balls to go, I know this is what comedy is. This is not what I do. Mm Mm-hmm at a young age, those were the people that I needed to challenge me because it, I, this, I, this take this how it will, but starting out comedy was easier for me than it was for them just because I was more traditional. I don't mean, I'm not saying I was better, but when somebody was looking for an opener, I, I told stories, the crowd, I yeah. wasn't offensive to anybody. They you know, know I mean? they know what to expect. Yes. Yeah. It, there was no, there was no, well, what if he goes off or what if he loses Right. So comedy was easier for me. I was getting work faster than them. Again, not saying better. I would say the opposite. Easier because I was safer. And so I needed to look at those guys and the chances that they took. And now to see the two things. It was important for me to see the failure and then see them come back and try again because I was like, oh, yeah, even when you fail, you know what? Who the fuck cares? But it was also important for me to see when those chances hit 
they're getting laughs I'm not even close to. The reward is so much bigger. So great. Yeah. So you're when you're risking that, what you but you you're risking it to get to a place in somebody's being to unlock a certain laugh that I wasn't close to, right? Here's the difference. I was that guy, if you'd walked out, you'd have been like, he was funny, but 10 minutes later, you wouldn't have remembered a fucking word I said. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. We know that type of comic we're talking about. Of course, yeah. They could recite, even the ones that don't work, they could recite Brody and Joe verbatim. Yep. So it was so important for me in particular I feel so lucky to have been able to start with those guys because I w- they showed me that like safe is fine. You're going to get work, but you won't be really good. Open it up a little bit. Yeah. And, that, and honestly, if we go back to the high live, that's what that is for me. It's just opening it up every Monday just to see what the fuck happens. Yeah. yeah. Do you, is there anybody that you watch that you felt that you're pretty brave on stage though? Mm-hmm. So you've never really had that problem, right? I've never had that issue, but... I think one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we're talking about Brody, why that one hit me really hard was the amount of sets that I watched him do that were very inspiring to me because of the risks and everything that he took on stage. Um, I was like, this guy's doing what I want to be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he's being weird. He's being out there and he's, he's doing long sets too. He was closing out the main room every Saturday night. Yeah. So, uh, I would watch like how long were those sets hour? Yeah. I just sit in the back and he would incorporate me in the bits. Like we had different bits that we would do. Like I would be a planted audience member and stuff like that. It was just like the best. And I've done it with like him and Don Barris for years where I'll be like a plant in the back Yeah, and I'll do different things with him. And I have this thing that I've done with Don Barris for years uh, with this uh, character named Schizophrenic Surfer, which is an actual guy that comes to his ding dong show on Monday Mm -hmm. and they call him Schizo Surfer. And I would do my impression of that guy and he would get offended because Don would confuse us. What does he sound like? Hey, how you doing? Oh, no. He's out there. So like the thing, the, the new bit that Don and I have is Adam talent booker at the store i'll go up and be like hey adam when's my name going on the wall <laughs> and adam's known schizo surfer for years and he's like oh gee get out of-. he's like schizo i don't want to talk to you right now okay he's like no your name's not going on the wall schizo that's yeah, funny it's just like yeah um but no i uh i've Guys like uh, also that I really like watching their sets are like Rory Scovel. He's a great improviser. Yes. And really fun to watch. Willing to really. Willing together. Guys like Todd Glass, another one. I love that. Uh, Eric Andre, like his manic energy. I like guys that that, uh, are like that. Um, Guys who I've been watching more recently uh, are guys like Sebastian that I'm just like, man, he's so dialed in on. He knows himself so well. Um, you, you know, Sebastian is the, for me, the king of knowing what he says funny. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And knowing how, like, so you could take a sentence, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could take a sentence, look at it on a paper and be like, that's not funny. Mm-hmm. But he could be like, no, I'll say that funny. You want me to play Yahtzee Ex- with you? Exactly. What? What? Yahtzee? With the cup? <laughs> You're a grown man. Come on. You're rolling dice? Are we in an alley or are we in your kitchen? 
Are you a dink- what are we doing? A dinkle, 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 dinkle. <laughs> man, to watch him do the grown man riding on those bird scooters. Have you seen that no. act out? Oh my goodness! Come on, because every so act out he does is so exaggerated. It's so exaggerated. And his neck and his yeah, yeah yeah, and he'll he does a big motion and then he kind of pauses at the end of it. I I, I agree with you. There's some people that I don't miss in there. I don't miss Sebastian. Because I act things out too, and so I like to see. To me, he's how he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never miss Joey Diaz mm-hmm. um, because it's something I can't. He that's does things I, that I can't and do, and that's what I appreciate with some like comics who are more like low key and one liner comics. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do that yeah. at all. No, no, no. I can't yeah. write jokes like that. Yeah. I, you know, I watch Eddie Pepitone. He's fun, man. Because I, that's the exact opposite of what I could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, and I'm sure you you like to watch Harland. I love Harland because Harland makes jokes. He's he called someone uh, what was it a burnt owl, like something like bur- bur- roasted owl poo was his punchline for a joke. Roasted owl poo. Huh? Yeah. Hey, what are we doing here? Huh? Hey, we got this guy over here, huh? Okay, yeah. Look like roasted owl poo. Something like huh? that. Yeah. And look like poop coming out of an owl. Yeah. It, but oh man, he says the most bizarre things crush oh yeah crush 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 there, it, my favorite joke of his yeah you know it's impossible to throw away a garbage can <laughs> <laughs> there's no fat on that joke yeah. it's just boom right there that is a you know uh, mitch hedberg was another guy that we kind of started with now mitch was doing it before i got there but and i was, I was lucky enough to be friends with him and um and uh I remember hearing him do one of, in his apartment over here on, uh, right off of Sunset, I forget which street it was, Alta Vista maybe, I forget. But I remember we were in his apartment and um, somebody knocked on the wall. He was, we were playing music. And he goes, man, how many times I got to tell that guy, that's not my door. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I was like, that's so, but he told that it was just him. That's so funny. That's how he spoke. He just spoke in that funny language. It, but it just came. I'm not sure if that was always, but it just came to him. Yeah. It's, he, honestly, if he was alive, they would have renamed Twitter Hedberg because that would have been. Yeah, it's his format. 140 characters of Hedberg. He might have never needed to leave the house. Yeah. His, his, have you ever watched every, any old? Mm-hmm. It's, it's next level of joke writing in a way that I could have never thought of a joke. Yeah. I met his, uh, uh, his wife. Yeah. Yeah. She's come to the store a couple of times. Yeah. And she stopped me, uh, when I had my long hair, she's like, you look, you remind me of Mitch. Yeah. When I had my real long hair. Yeah. Yeah. And you put those shades on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, come on. That would have been a fucking dead. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we call a dead ringer, motherfucker. There's something about swearing in this voice. It's it's pretty so fun, right? Heavy. It's pretty cool. All what, right. What what job should this person have? What's oh, the best job? Uh, ticket terror at a movie theater. Tickets, please. Uh, all right. Uh, two for uh, uh, Lion King. Oh, there's a sexy bitch in this movie. 
Make sure you unbutton your pants around an hour in, you know what I'm saying? Are you talking about Nala? What are you talking about? You'll see, motherfucker. Ticket. The Theater 7. Here you go. Okay, thank you. Hi, uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, two, four, uh, what does that say? I don't know. It says. My eyesight's a little bit bad. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. That Tarantino movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got is your is your popcorn buttered? I, I you gonna want it nice and juicy right around the forty-five minute mark when Margot Robbie comes in. Get that popcorn nice and buttered, bruh. Enjoy yourself, theater number four. Okay, thank you. <laughs> what? If, that's a good one. That's that's a, that's a great one. Um. I okay. We're gonna close out with yeah. this last segment. Okay. We've already gone pretty long, but uh, this is actually gonna be the longest Jeremiah Wonders yet. But I've loved every moment. Of Thank it. you for having me. Absolutely, dude. Dude, thanks for the time to set aside to do this. Um, this is sax talk. All right. Oh, sax talk. All right. I'm gonna follow you along uh, while you share a story of a sexual encounter. It can be. I think we we talked a little bit you have an idea of what you're going to share yeah. and I'm going to follow you along with Sax and uh, that's how we'll close the show so when I was younger I have to admit that I had a little bit of a list not of people but of just types of people that I wanted to have sex with before I was married you know what I mean just so I didn't I didn't miss any category or any genre so I, I was bartending one night in upstate New York. And on my list uh, was, I was always interested in this body type, uh, Nell Carter. And if you don't know who Nell Carter is, I would give that a Google right now. And one night I'm at my bar and uh, this uh, black woman is sitting at the end of the bar and she was probably about 5'2", 260 sitting down there by herself all night long and um i finally at the end of the night came down and i asked her are you here by yourself she said i get stood up and uh we started talking she was really funny man and we were having a good time and uh and at the end of the night i wasn't even thinking of anything we've been laughing and i was gonna go out for some pancakes the way i always did after my shift and i said to her do you want to join me she said, I would love some pancakes. And we went out and uh, we're sitting across from each other and we're laughing. She's super funny and uh, we're laughing the whole time. I'm laughing and I'm about to take a bite. I'm about halfway through my pancakes. I'm about to take a bite of this huge, soppy, maple syrup, butter scoop of pancake. It goes right in my mouth and she says, are we fucking or what? And I said... Should I finish my pancakes? <laughs> so I I do remember this story now. I think you told it on the last episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so we'll give you a different story. <laughs> but do the abridged short version to close out for some of the people who didn't hear it the first time around. Well, it was um, <laughs> it was different. Is yeah. all I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there was it, there were things that you. If you've never had sex with somebody with that body type, you're there's some things that you're not expecting. Yeah, there's a Swiss Army knife that you're. Uh, yeah, it, there's some new features. There's so many other variables that you'd never had to worry about before. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I will tell you, I would suggest for anybody, try a little bit of everything. Extra big, extra small, extra tall, extra short. You should have fucked a Dr. Seuss book by the time you get married. <laughs> Redfish, bluefish, whatever you need fish. Brownfish, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I should have told you the story about when I was 16 and this girl gave me a hand job at my first concert. Okay, great. Oh, you want to hear that one? I'm with okay, but okay. So I was waiting out line, my first time ever waiting outside overnight for a concert. So I thought I'd dress something fancy. And I was wearing parachute pants. Oh, yeah. And a sleeveless shirt with a, with a lot of zippers on the chest. And it was me and my friend Owen Yard. And Owen was the cool, you know, one of those kids in high school, just the coolest motherfuckers. And Owen was like, we're going to get a front row tickets to this show. And we're going to watch it. And we're going to be around some grownups. And I was like, fuck, yeah. So that night, and Owen was one of these guys, man, who was overwhelmingly positive and he would never let you feel bad about yourself, right? And so it not only, he never let me feel bad about showing up to the overnight with parachute pants and a sleeve. Everyone else was wearing sweatpants and a hoodie. I, I showed up like I was in a, like a Michael Jackson video, like bad, right? So we go to the concert. We're in the front row. We had, we had met some college girls who were standing behind us that night. And they bought tickets right behind us. And I had my second pair of parachute pants on. But this one was, the one that night was black with red. These one were gray with silver. And I'm in front and I'm dancing and I feel these two hands in my pocket. And I was like, oh shit. Full on grown up grabbing my dick when I was 16. I was like, come on. And so she, she was, she was insistent that we finish up and not having any experience with what happens when you come in your pants in public. I was in a concert with a lot of black lights and I said to Owen, Hey man, we got to go. And I showed him the mess in my pants. And Owen being the guy he is, you know what he said to me? He looked me dead in the eye. He goes, we're not going anywhere. You earned that. <laughs> yeah, man. And then years later, the girl, I got a message on Facebook that said, are you the Josh Wolf that I molested at a Paul Young concert on UMass? And I said, hell yeah. And thank you very much. You made my night. And there you go. That was the abridged version. Yeah, yeah, man. She she reached out she to me. She gifted you, man. She reached out to me on Facebook and was laughing about it. She That's was like, so funny. She's like, I hope I didn't cause any damage. I'm like, damage. Damage. You kickstarted everything. I thought I was the coolest kid in town for fucking the rest of my life. That's awesome. I got a hand job from a grown up at a mm -hmm. concert. Yeah, yeah. This is way worth more than my ticket price. A hundred percent. Yeah, I'll throw out these parachute pants right now. Right now. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I came in them so much. But when he told me you earned that. I was like, you know what? Owen you know what? Yard. This is a badge of weird <laughs> honor down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good stuff.
Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, do you have anything to plug? High Live on Mondays. You got to check out that show. Tuesdays, uh, Control he Chaos. does Controlled Chaos, which is so much fun. Live streaming show. Both on my Facebook fan page at 7 mm-hmm. o'clock. ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates. I'll be in your area. I'm touring like crazy over the next six months. Um, I'm ta- I'm recording a, a version of my hour special this weekend in San Diego. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Well, look out for that. Um, if you uh, want to listen to uh, the Kindness Challenge from the last couple of weeks, uh, tune into that on the uh, the audio version of this podcast. We ran out of time to get to that today. Uh, but yeah, follow me on socials at Jeremiah Standup. And uh, dude, thanks for doing the show. And uh, dude, I you. love uh, anytime we get to perform together or hang out. It's always a treat, my friend. You're the best, man. And I, I will tell you the vibe that you provide when you do your stand up on the spot. I heard Rogan say it last night when he was standing back there. This is the best crowd up here. This That crowd that you bring in is ready to laugh, understands what it is, and provides us a safe place to do shit that is not easy. Yeah, yeah man. It, it, it's, uh, it's cool, man. It's cool that, uh, you know, comedians that I respect and really love watching have embraced it, too. So, I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you doing it, dude. You're a good dude, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, everyone. One more reminder to go to jeremiahwatkins.com and check out the new merch store that's open. Love you guys. Thanks.